Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm John Weber for Best Review Magazine. I'm speaking today with Ajish Gopan, Vice President and Global Head Insurance Insights and Data for Capgemini. Ajish, so glad you could join us today. Good to be here, John. So Ajish, for insurers to be successful, is it all about the experience they provide their many partners? Well, it's certainly about the experience. It sure counts, and it's a great deal of uh, importance to us. But it's probably not all about experience. Um, and we researched this topic quite a bit in depth as part of the World Insurance Report that we published. Spoke to about you know 500 business and 500 technology executives worldwide, and more importantly, we spoke to about 20,000 end consumers like you and I. And we found that um, it's a combination of various things that come together to to provide that superior experience um, across you know personal lines as well as commercial lines. So um, number one, I think it's uh, about digital reach, uh, and the second one is the role of new digital intermediaries like price comparison sites or a new crop of underwriting companies. And the last thing is about um, advice. Uh, that you can get. Now, the advice is very important. It's a traditional mode of buying and researching policies and products. But um, it's also about the digital reach. So let me tell you a very interesting story that I experienced personally. Um, In the height of the pandemic, when we were all holed up at our homes, I wanted to increase my life insurance coverage. And I started researching. I came across a number of companies that provide this and very um, uh, unexpectedly I was approached by uh, a company uh, which I have never heard of it's a digital intermediary and I'm a cyclist and so they and I used to publish my data on my cycling trips online and um, and they reached out to me and said you know you know you're eligible for this type of a plan and this type of a premium and I thought it was very good and it was very favorable rate so I got them engaged and you know I went through the process very quick and in those days I think a qualified nurse with all the kit came at home and then um, did the thing and the moment the medicals were completed in a few minutes and hours I got a digital version of the contract in my phone and then a few days later uh, 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 a policy arrived um, in my mailbox, a paper policy. But along with that, uh, a thermos um, water bottle arrived for my biking trips with a personalized note from the the CEO of the intermediary, which was very, very good. I think when you look at that experience, it started as a, you know, let me, you know, offer something proactively to this particular cyclist and personalize it. But then um, it ended up with, okay, let me acknowledge and give him something for the cycling trips. I think it's very good. But what is very unusual about the story is that, you know, the policy that was underwritten is a company that is known to me. It's a middle, mid-tier company that is always known to me. And I had never thought of buying from them, but that it's bound by them. So when I flip the story back and I see it from the perspective of the insurance company, could they have reached me? Uh, you know, for that policy at that moment, probably they couldn't have. Would I have gone to them as a brand on my own? Probably not. 
But the digital intermediary made that happen. And they owned that experience from beginning to end. And they used the persona of me as a cyclist to sell me that policy, which is very, very good. And I am, as a person in the industry, I'm super related to see that transformation in the industry to to bring various things together from best of underwriting to better, best of distribution to best of medical you know uh, technologies together to create that experience i think it's is is really telling and i'm glad that i bought that policy during pandemic so i think um now coming back to what are other people saying so 36% of the millennials really say that they need a lot of advice even to buy term life but only 22% of the carriers think that millennials need advice so i think it's 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 a it's a it's a point in time where the insurance companies really and brokers too need to step up the game of creating that extra ordinary experiences in customer excellence and customer servicing interesting ajish you mentioned brokers what's the importance of the broker experience well um you know uh, i have the opportunity to talk to a number of senior executives including ceos of uh, brokerage firms in the U.S. and elsewhere, and one of the CEOs told me this: that in uh, in the industry of brokerage, loyalty is very very high. So 94% of the um, customers of brokerage firms they renew with them all the time. So it's 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 a very stable business for most parts. There are exceptions for certain lines and so on. But but what is bothering him as a CEO is that only. 60% of the people really in the brokerage industry as brokers on the field uh, they think they can they have enough information to make the second sale right so uh, I, I think it's telling so the the brokers are really acknowledging the fact that the insights though they have a loyal client base the insights to actually help them continuously rather than on the previous transaction that they've done but continuously how do you stay remain relevant and from a, a mode of uh, measuring and assessing and providing a, a rule-based coverage recommendation, as we've always done, how do you become a partner in their personal lives or professional or business uh, journeys and then help them pr predict and prevent certain losses that is going to come? So the role of the advisor is becoming more truly advisory and the brokerage firms are recognizing that. And I think this particular case, the CEO himself has written a 10-point agenda for transforming using technology, you know, how do we reinvent the broker experience for people advising on the field. So I, I think it's, uh, it's brokerage firms need to step up the experience uh, that they provide, but it's also had to be driven by insights that they can gather about their existing client base, which is very loyal, but they are admitting that they don't know enough to do more with that base. Something we don't talk about a lot is the employee experience, but what is the importance of the employee experience, Ajish? Yeah, so again, I'll start with a personal story. So when I started working in the industry, my job was to lead a team of professionals to do uh, often policy management and renewals uh, in a large life insurance company. And at that time, I realized that um, well, we can throw in a lot of uh, smart monitors and multiple screens in front of a call center agent or a renewal pers a person in charge of renewals. But 
there is a lot of help that is needed by everybody who is doing those jobs in the insurance processes or departments that they seldom get from the carrier, right? And uh, here is an example. So take the example of a person in a call center. He or she is fielding calls eight hours in a shift, and some of these calls can be really uh, demanding on that person. Uh, think of answers on the on the fly, um, proposed solutions during 50% of that time that person is engaged with the caller. Um, now, this can be very stressful, right? Uh, but the insurance company has a lot of insights on the caller persona, uh, what is this call about, and what could the, the, the uh, employee could be pr providing as solutions. Uh, it could all be provided to them as the call is going on and ask for a lot from the technology. But that's what's going to transform that particular person's interaction on a daily basis from call to call going to change. Now, that's true for rest of the operational areas like sales and agency management. It's true for underwriters. The underwriters need a lot of help to find grade the risk, do the assessment right, profile the risks, price them properly. And many of the carriers that we know are investing into technologies to improve underwriters' experience, reduce the underwriters' fatigue, and bring in insights to help them make the right decisions. Because you you delay the decisions, you are making way for the competition, but you don't want to be um, making decisions in a hurry with limited information sooner but losing out on underwriting for profitability in the long run. So there's a balance. But um, but I think what is important is that um, we believe that, you know, every three years, 25% of our workforce in the industry is retiring or nearing retirement. Um, and we think, based on our research, that over 40% of the jobs can be automated. Like I have a client who has dozens of people in um, offshore locations whose only job is to um, take open PDFs, um, restructure them, rotate them, save them. Those are, those are, those are jobs can be done by robotic uh, process automation or technologies like that. But these human uh, could, uh, potential could be used for doing something else. So I think employee experience and reducing fatigue and friction is very key. Uh, we worked with one of the largest insurance companies in this country and their employee experience has been in the bottom of the bottom quartile, um, as they would say it. But what we found from that study um, is that there are drivers of positive experience and negative experience within the workspace um, and what we call as the employees working climate and we can influence them if we know what they are. Uh, we can we can put in ways to uh, make friendlier leave policies or m think of new ways of rewards and recognition um, opportunities. Uh, we can improve training plans and um, you know improve volunteering opportunities. There's several, but some of these ones cannot be applied uniformly across the entire workforce. So. To create the right employee experience, what we found is that we're going to first understand the employees really well, just like we spend uh, time and effort understanding uh, who our customers are, who our brokers are, and agents are. We also need to spend similar amount of effort to profile our employees and workforce and their quality and content of work. 
and then see how we can use some of these drivers because these drivers have a positive impact on some uh, group of employees but in another area of the same enterprise the same factors might have a less uh, positive impact or even a negative impact so i think it's important to profile and see how we can use these drivers to improve or um, avoid negative consequences when it comes to employee experience. Ajish, can you also talk about the importance of the customer experience? I think it's it's extremely important. Um, so I I believe, I mean, there are all of our clients today. They measure NPS as a primary experience, um, you know, metric and how people are feeling about them. But there are a lot of other, uh, you know, uh, avenues to get uh, additional insights into how the mind of a decision maker in a, in a business or a, um, in a home is working. Uh, but I think knowing all that, I think it's very important to lay the foundations to gather more real-time intel from multiple sources, um, d- derive more insights about what drives positive customer experience. So it's it's very important, but I think it is also one of the hardest things to uh, see how the mind of the consumers really work uh, and how the minds of the decision makers work. Uh, so we use um, behavioral modeling tools or behavioral sciences uh, to understand through immersion studies, as we call them, to understand how these things work. But it's extremely important uh, for when we um, so I was looking at JD Power's um, recent as- analysis of NPS, and we found that during the pandemic and and even today, a lot of the companies lost their customers to competitors only because the digital experience and experience that they had in general um, with a particular brand during these times. So experiences impacted top lines and bottom lines for the companies. Uh, in a big way, and I think you know, pandemic showed us different ways to get over that issue. Uh, a lot of that comes from insights. A lot of that comes from knowing how decision making is done, and a lot of that comes from, you know, creating favorable working environments and climate for employees to work. And finally, I think a lot has been done by carriers in improving brokers' experience and insights that are flowing back into brokers. So I think brokers are hopefully more happier with the industry and I think it's generally good for the public and you know and I'm thinking that once we know uh, how to work better and bring the right products and coverages uh, to the customers I think customers are eventually going to be better off because the premiums are going to be favorable we will do a better job in managing our expenses and reaching out to them improve the digital capabilities that we already have and I think it's overall going to help the industry uh, to be better in what we do, which is protect everyone and their valuables and, you know, friends and family. Ajish, claims is also an important part of the customer experience too, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so I think it's, um, the claims is going through uh, transformation and I think claims um, is is much in need of um, new technologies to sort of drive um, loss ratios downwards. Um, touchless claims is one um, transformational journey that a lot of carriers are now on. And Captimini did some s- significant research on this matter. I think, you know, when we look at loss ratios, I think there are big blocks of 
expenses and lost drivers that we've identified. And I think what we've seen is a number of the carriers, big and small, I think they're all investing into using technology to shave off unit costs, improving efficiencies in claims handling, and also improve overall employee experience when it comes to claims department. Uh, so, you know, the, you know, as you know, um, aerial imagery is being used very well uh, today uh, to control potential uh, damages, settled claims earlier. Uh, we also use a lot of IoT and device data to prevent uh, losses. Uh, so great examples are, I think, you know, over 60% um, of the claim-related damages or damages in commercial property are flood-related. Um, and it has been found that over 90% of those uh, frequencies and severities could be controlled uh, using IoT sensor data, so which is phenomenal. So touchless claims play a significant role in, you know, improving overall claimant experience, settling the, uh, you know, claims faster, reducing overall cost of the claim, uh, as well as reducing the frequency and severity of the claims. I think those are all very important. Now, I've been asked a question uh, several times in the past: is why haven't we done this? Is this I think there are two part, part answer to that. One, I think it's um, it's just that the technologies have been maturing, IoT, AI, machine learning, image processing, all of them have matured over the last 10, 15 years. While they have all been there, I think it's commercially available on several clouds now, and I think they allow us to do the things that we really want to do. The second thing is I think there is a increased need for us to be more fiscally efficient when it comes to you know claim processing and I think um, we do want to uh, improve our combined ratios we want to start looking at how do we use insights from claims into uh, redesigning our coverages and products so there's a there's a heightened need I would say for you know improving uh, claims as in a function and drawing more insights from it and one of the things that will you know help us through that journey is to go touchless in most of the claims processes. Interesting. Ajish, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you, John. That was Ajish Gopan, Vice President and Global Head Insurance Insights and Data for Capgemini, and I'm John Weber for Best Review Magazine. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.